This section is on female genital urinary uh, disorders and nephritis. We'll talk about dysmenorrhea, menorrhagia, endometriosis, ovarian cysts, ovarian torsion, pyelonephritis, and nephritis. Dysmenorrhea, it occurs in about 40 to 90% of adolescent females. Um, the diagnosis of primary dysmenorrhea occurs without any other pelvic pathology. If there is other pel pelvic pathology, then it would be known as secondary dysmenorrhea. It is associated with the release of prostaglandins during the menstrual cycle or during the menstrual period. Uh, it's first noted in women, uh, in adolescent females, right around 6 to 12 months after they begin their menses. The symptoms can range from mild to severe and generally start with intermittent crampy, colically dull type pain, location to the lower abdomen that radiates down to the thighs. And they can also be associated with nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, headache, fatigue. And in most cases, it improves the second day following onset of bleeding. The treatment <clears throat> is to give non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which will inhibit prostaglandin release. Also, oral contraceptives can suppress ovulation and decrease prostaglandin release as well. So the combination of these two uh, medications will help with dysmenorrhea. Menorrhagia is known as excessive bleeding greater than 80 cc's or a prolonged bleeding time more than seven days or excessive uterine bleeding. It is one of the most common chief complaints presented to primary care providers. Your causes can include sexually transmitted infections or some types of uh, coagulation disorders, such as hemophilia or patients that are being treated with anticoagulants. Your diagnostic studies will include your CBC, coax, type and screen, uh, uh, speculum, vaginal exam, and a urine pregnancy test. Your treatment, again, will be oral contraceptives. Oral contraceptives, we can provide hormone replacements such as progesterone. You may need to treat volume loss with fluids or blood transfusions. Depending on the severity of the bleeding, they may need to be placed on iron supplements, and in some cases, they may require surgery. Endometriosis is when there is endometrial gland or stromal-like tissue outside of the uterine cavity. And this can present in about 40 to 65% of females that have had laparoscopic procedures for chronic pelvic pain or, or chronic pain disorders. It is a progressive disorder with a hallmark symptom of a painful menses. It can also include uh, conditions such as dyspyrunia, which is painful intercourse, pelvic masses, or infertility. And one must always consider the diagnosis of endometriosis in adolescent females with dysmenorrhea that does not respond to NSAIDs or until it's ruled out. Your diagnostic studies will include sexually transmitted infection cultures, CBC, UA, urine pregnancy test, ultrasound of the abdomen, MRI, and CRP. But the confirmatory test is going to be your laparoscopic um, uh, <clears throat> laparoscopic biopsy that allows us to confirm the diagnosis. Again, we can treat with NSAIDs or oral contraceptives. There is some opportunity to provide Deprovera, Depo-Provera, which can um, just need, need to have some concerns and educate the, the patient that there could be some bone density loss to decrease serum estrogen. Um, and there is some considerations for using IUDs 
in these patients. Ovarian cysts generally occur <clears throat> after the onset of menses, and there's two, two separate types. There's functional and hemorrhagic. Functional usually occur asymptomatically um, during the first half of the menstrual cycle, whereas hemorrhagic are seen after ovulation and during the second half of the cycle. These both generally resolve without intervention. <clears throat> and if someone does have ovarian cysts, they are predisposed to having uh, ovarian torsion, which we'll talk about in a second. Your diagnostics for these patients will include urine pregnancy, transvaginal ultrasound, a CBC, and, a, and you could have a CT of the abdomen as well. Your treatment is mainly supportive care. Um, we can offer these patients oral contraceptives to prevent ovulation, um, or they may require surgical removal. Ovarian torsion is twisting of the ovary at the pedicle, and patients that have ovarian cysts, the cyst itself can actually malposition the ovary, causing it to twist. And what, in, what essentially happens here, blood, blood flow to the ovary will be decreased, ischemia can set in, which will trigger an acute uh, pain response. Um, this is a true surgical emergency. These patients need to go to the operating room within within uh, 24 hours of the onset of symptoms. Your hallmark symptoms for uh, torsion is the acute abdominal pain. And your diagnostics will include a CBC, a UA, pregnancy tests. Um, you wanna use the gold standard, which is the ultrasound with color flow Doppler for making the diagnosis. And if it's twisted enough, you can have some false negatives. And this is where a CT or MRI may be helpful um, <clears throat> for, for uh, diagnosing patients. Um, also, the CT or MRI can be helpful in making the diagnosis for patients who have uh, vague symptoms or non-defining characteristics to their symptoms. Pyelonephritis, um, by definition, is a bacterial infection in the upper urinary tract, um, which is caused uh, by an ascending organism. Um, organisms that are most commonly uh, associated are E. coli, Klebsiella, and Enterobacter. And the mechanisms of this, uh, uh, of this disorder is you get a stasis of urine in the bladder, um, either from infrequent voiding or incomplete voiding, and then you get uh, urine that backs up through the urinary tract um, where you can have an obstruction to urinary flow, or there may be some form of reflux. Um, the, the structures that are affected by this are your collecting tubules, the interstitium of the kidney itself, and the renal pelvis. And what happens here is you can have a degree of inflammation and scarring. Um, patients that have acute and chronic cases can lead to tubulo-interstitial nephritis. Your presentation is these patients typically have a UTI with a fever that's relatively high between 38 to 39 degrees Celsius. Um, it also can be the first sign of some type of obstructive disorder, such as vesicoureteral reflux or hydronephrosis. And one must always consider anyone with a UTI and a fever, um, you have to uh, place pyelonephritis on your differential list and until you rule it out. These patients often present ill-appearing. They can be tachycardic or tachypnic. Um, many times they're dehydrated and they have some form of abdominal, suprapubic, or costovertebral pain. In infants, the presentation can be a little bit more um, vague where they may just have poor feeding, vomiting, irritability, 
and they may even develop uh, jaundice. And one thing to note is anyone who's received a kidney transplant, they may not have the same pain response or the same response to pyelonephritis because of the denervation of the organ when it's transplanted. Oftentimes, the urine is described as having a strong odor, uh, and due to the fact that the kidney is affected, the patients can see a degree of hypertension, specifically with a significant renal obstruction. And patients that develop the tubular interstitial nephritis can, can present with a maculoprapular rash. Your diagnostics to, to, and treatment are going to include a UA and culture, CBC, BMP, blood cultures, uh, CRP, an ultrasound of the abdomen or the kidney specifically, and a VCUG. In an infant with pyelonephritis, oftentimes we do admit them. We place them on antibiotics for several days and then convert them over to oral dosing. And in some in children over the two months of age, we can actually start them and safely treat them with oral antibiotics. Nephritis is known as the inflammation of the kidney or glomerulonephritis is another term used. And here we have deposits of immunoglobulins or complement. Um, it's a cell-mediated immune reaction that can lead to inflammation. And there are three specific types, primary, secondary, and hereditary. Your primary type is known, is caused mostly by acute post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis, or APSGN, and it's the most common type. Your secondary type can happen from diabetes mellitus, good pasture syndrome, polyarteritis, polyangiitis, uh, Wegener granulomatosis, HSP, and bacterial endocarditis. And some of the hereditary forms are Alport syndrome, Farber disease, and thin basement membrane disease. These patients often, uh, especially for primary glomerulonephritis, will present with a triad of symptoms, which includes hypertension, uh, gross hematuria, and edema. Um, and in patients that have um, the other thing that's, that's also common is that they have a recent sore throat infection. So usually it occurs one to two weeks post-strep pharyngitis um, or three to six weeks post-strep pyoderma. These patients often have a decrease of urine output, a dark, very dark urine color, fatigue, headache, rash, uh, joint pain, and weight loss. Your diagnostics will include your CBC, UA, urine culture, BMP. We'll also want to send off throat cultures and we may have the opportunity to look for other autoimmune causes um, by sending labs such as ASOs, lupus serologies, and complement studies. Your treatment will include for, a, uh, for APGSN is self-limiting, and it, generally these patients do make a full recovery. Um, we can treat this strep infection uh, easily with penicillin, um, typically for a 10-day course. Um, we can also give cephalosporins or macrolides if there is an allergy to penicillin. And the rest of our treatment is really guided towards supportive care. So we're going to treat any type of hypertension that they may have developed. Obviously, we're going to look at fluid management or, or provide fluid restriction as needed. Um, we'll restrict sodium diet, uh, put them on a sodium-restricted diet, um, diuretics as necessary. We definitely want to get the nephrology team involved um, and if we believe that this might be a hereditary or some form of a secondary type of glomerulonephritis, we may need to get the pediatric rheumatology team involved as well.